Time to get real, reality TV aficionados. Welcome to the Giorgio Says Podcast. I'm your host, the one and only Giorgio Takanakis, and I'm here serving you the juiciest updates on all your favorite reality shows weekly, as well as the hottest pop culture trends and even exclusive interviews that will leave you wanting more. This podcast will keep you on the edge of your seat. We definitely need to talk about this. The Giorgio Says Podcast starts now. All right, what is up, my friends? It is Thirsty Thursday. Okay, yes, 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 my friends. Welcome on in, welcome on in. It's another episode of the Giorgio Says Podcast. We're going to talk about last night's episode of Real Housewives of Orange County. Phew, that lunch, that late lunch towards the end of the episode was in sane for many different reasons. I'm going to touch on most of them. Um, but I do want to touch on something. I did talk on my podcast episode yesterday towards the end, which I knew I shouldn't have said anything because the minute I do, the minute I say stuff like that, that's the minute something else happens. And then I'm like, oh, I got to talk about it. Anyways, I mentioned at the end of my episode yesterday that I would no longer be updating um, you guys on what's happening with Shannon, not because I don't think it's worth sharing with you guys, but I do feel like at that moment when I said that, I felt that most of the information had been put out, the footage was out. We already know pretty much that she was injured. Um, and then of course these photos drop later yesterday afternoon. And it's odd to me because the photos are of Shannon and now you can't see Shannon's face because her back is to the cameraman, but you see that it's John Jansen she's with because John Jansen's actually looking back at the cameraman. And this sent off red flags to me, not that I didn't already have red flags about John Jansen. And I do want to preface this by saying in my post about this, about the pictures that surfaced of the two of them yesterday, a lot of people were commenting and saying, so is this John Jansen's fault? Does she not take responsibility for her behavior? And my partner said the same thing to me because a couple mornings ago we were uh, going to the gym and I was, we were talking about it. And I, I said, I said, I think John Jansen's just bad for Shannon, but I didn't mean that in the way that he's responsible for her decision-making or her behavior. I was just simply saying that Shannon does have a history of having a bad relationship with alcohol, specifically when she's dealing with a lot or she's overwhelmed in her life, okay? She's not the only person, but because she's putting her life out for everyone to, you know, talk about, comment on, you know, when bad things happen like this, it's, you know, it kind of comes hand in hand, unfortunately. But it really raised red flags for me because John Jansen seems to me like someone who is toxic, who is manipulating Shannon, making Shannon feel less than so that he has more control in the relationship, has her scared to even discuss their relationship on camera, even though, even though John Jansen you met Shannon when she was on this show. So if you are so concerned about having privacy, then don't date someone on a reality show. That's just common sense, right? Or is it not? I, I guess it's not. But I'm not dumb. 
I've known men like John Jansen. They're not fooling me at this point. And yesterday's photos proved that, at least to me, that A, he's tipping the paps off, okay? Why would they be following Shannon Bedore around? Let's be honest. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Because why are you looking back at the camera? You're looking dead smack in the lens. You are like, it is your photo, my friend. You seem to be liking whatever attention this is giving you, good or bad, but you will make Shannon feel horrible for everything, I'm sure. And she has enough to feel horrible for, let's be honest. She made a really, really stupid decision that she now has to take the consequences for. And based on those photos, it is clear that her arm was injured. Now, I'm going to say it's broken. At the very least, if it's not broken, it's injured to the point of it needing to be in a sling. I also heard, allegedly, that her face was pretty beat up. So are they both tipping the paps off? Are they both in on this? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think Shannon would bask in this. I don't. If anything, Shannon would hide out from something like this. This is not the housewife. I don't feel that from Shannon. Shannon's a lot of things. She's a lot of, she has a lot of antics and she is a lot of personality at times, but I don't find her to be someone that would, I saw a lot of people saying, well, was this for a storyline? Like, are you joking? Why would someone put their life in danger or other people's lives in danger and go through all this embarrassment publicly just for a, another season on a show that's ridiculous you could do so many other things to try to get a storyline so that is just like i don't know where some people came up with that conclusion but um it's definitely not for a storyline but yeah i'm not trusting john jansen at all i really is there no one else in shannon's corner really no one else that can be with her in this time because this is weird to me and I know that she's going into treatment tomorrow. So that's good. I just want her to be separated from John Jansen, at least for a long while, so that she can clear her head and really figure out what she needs to do for Shannon. And that's where I'm going to leave that. So I do apologize. I know yesterday I did say I wasn't going to bring up anything regarding Shannon, but I felt like that was worth mentioning because of the fact that it seems like John Jansen is all over this. So, but... We've got to get into the Real Housewives of Orange County recap, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to dive right on in and figure out what is going on with this Heather Dubrow takedown. We'll be right back. Golly Nutrition is an inventive, people-focused nutrition company committed to providing innovative products that make taking your daily supplements simple and delicious. Their products are formulated with quality ingredients you can pronounce and flavors your taste buds will absolutely enjoy. And at the core of it all, they lead with purpose. Golly for Good is an initiative committed to playing a profound role in supporting the health of our planet as well as our local communities. Learn more about their initiatives, such as B Corp certification, Vitamin Angels Partnership, and Eden Reforestation Projects at their Golly for Good page. And if you use my special code, the Giorgio says at checkout, you will receive a special discount. Now let's get back into the episode. All right, my friends, welcome back. Thank you for sticking around because now we're getting into the Real Housewives of Orange County. Last night's episode was 
another solid eight for me. Um, it's clear that it was the Heather Dubrow takedown um, the last couple se- uh, seasons, episodes. But this last episode was really telling because, well, it's interesting for a number of reasons, but I'll get into that as I go through the episode. But at the beginning of the episode, we have Jen with Taylor, because if you remember last episode, Jen and Tamara got into it pretty heavily. Tamara says, you ruined your family for a loser. So that didn't go over well with Jen. And then she brings up other information about another woman that Ryan's allegedly been sleeping with for a year. So she's just all over the place. And I'm going to say this, and I haven't said this in regards to Jen's situation, but I've felt this for a while. And after watching the scene with Jen talking to Ryan, it just brought back a memory to when I was like in my early 20s and I was dating someone who was cheating left and right. And I was like, it was like playing a puzzle game, like making sure I was everywhere he was, uh, you know, cause he was a DJ. So if he was DJing, I was at the club, no matter what, even if I was tired, I was there because I was in my mind. I was like, if I'm there, then he won't do anything. If I'm not there, I'm out of sight, out of mind. So stupid. I know. But sometimes that's what happens to you specifically when you're in a position where you don't know your worth. And I feel like because Jen is now going back to Ryan and being like, well, now she's telling me this, but you told me this. And he's like, yeah. And I told you what really happened. And we've got to stick with that. That is where it kind of rubbed me wrong because unfortunately where there's smoke, there's fire. And I know a lot of you guys are pissed off at Tamara for the way that she handled that. And listen, I've never said she's perfect at her delivery. I have not. And I will be the first person to say it to her face. And I think she would agree with this. She's not good at her delivery sometimes, but you know what I do appreciate about Tamara? That at least she's fucking honest. She's honest. Even if you don't like what she says, at least for me, I know if I walk up to Tamara and I ask her an honest question, If she's my friend, she's going to give me the honest truth. And it may not come out the right way. It may rub me wrong, may piss me off. I might cry. I've been there. I've had friends tell me that about that person I was dating. He's doing this. I just saw him with this. And then I'd go back to him and be like, what is this about? And then he'd give me a whole other story and make me believe him. And it was this wild back and forth. And you feel lost and you feel like you're not happy. But you don't want to be alone. But you're not happy with what you're your current situation is so you're just lost and i feel like that's what jen is she's lost and you know i feel for her i do because i feel sad for her feeling that way knowing that she is from what we've seen outside of the ryan stuff i think she's an incredible person she does amazing things she has a big heart like she'd open her house up to literally anyone that needed it and you could see that I just want that reflected in her relationship. She needs to have a man there that's going to support all those beautiful things. That's all. I really don't think Tamara's trying to ruin Jen and not let her be happy. That's quite the opposite. I think she sees that her friend's really not happy and she's pretending because she's guilty that she chose maybe the wrong guy and possibly let go of what could have been a, a good marriage. But you know what? That's not fair either. Because if you're not happy, then you're not happy. I'm not saying Jen should stay with her husband because she's not happy because he's a good man. There's a lot of good men. That does not mean that's her person. You know what I mean? So 
I respect that Jen wasn't happy. I just think that now Jen has to, I think Jen needs to take a step back and spend some time with Jen and figure out what Jen wants out of her life now, as opposed to what she thought she wanted when she was married. And now what she's afraid to have with Ryan, because she ultimately knows he's not going to be faithful to her. She knows that deep down in her soul. She knows that. So I think Tamara just honestly wants the best. And I know you guys don't, believe that and that's okay you don't have to you don't have to but I'm seeing it that way at least and I hope that at some point Jen sees the bigger picture and she sees that it, it it's time to scurry on from Ryan I think we're all done with that and I'm glad at the latter part of the episode Emily points that out to her as well as like when people ask me about you Jen all I know is this Ryan stuff and I don't care about that I want to get to know who Jen is outside of Ryan. And I'm glad she said that because it is true. The entire, like, outside of the the fact that she's this foster mom and foster pet person and got a big heart, does yoga and is into all the spirituality stuff, like, it doesn't mean that you are secure in other areas. And sometimes you lean in those other areas more because you know you you have work to do in, in the boundaries area. And I feel like that's where Jen is in this moment in time. But I'm glad that once the ladies, so the ladies end up going on two different excursions. Some of the ladies end up going to go see a shaman and then the other ladies go parasailing. So the ladies who go to the shaman are Tamara, Jen, Vicky, and Shannon, of course. And then the rest of the ladies go on the boat and hang out and then do some parasailing. I, I will say I understand why some of the things that are getting brought up against Heather are being brought up. However, I do think that some of it is just being pulled and plucked out of context to fit a specific narrative. Um, but I also know that there's a lot of pressure for certain cast members to bring it and bring a good show. And so there is a lot of this cocktail happening, right? Where we all have to bring it. Who are we going to bring it against? And how are we going to make this cohesive? Um, and I think that's what basically they've been building on for Heather this season is that in my mind, Heather last season was the savior. You know, she was the Messiah coming back to OC to save it, right? This big, beautiful house, everything. Well, that was a bust. And Heather would blame that on Dr. Jen and Noella, right? Because she didn't really think they were a good fit for the show last season. Well, fast forward to this season, producers are like, all right, Heather didn't do it. So we got to go back to the drawing board. So let's get Tamara back. Well, Tamara, we're going to bring you back, but I'm going to be honest with you. It's in the shits and we need help. We need you to bring it. She's like, all right, let's go. Rolls those sleeves up. And yeah, she did. You can tell she's going in. She's ready to work. There's nothing wrong with that, though, guys. This is part of the game. When you're on a show like that, you're supposed to bring it. You have to go in and lean into things. That's the point of the drama. But I think at moments, Tamara gets lost in the sauce and it goes too far, of course. But the good thing is that she is self-aware enough to call herself out after the fact. She's not like... See, I think Heather Dubrow could use a little bit more of that. I think she doesn't want to hear criticism because she feels she's too good of a person to people. And I think sometimes she's on this high horse where she's like, who do you think you are talking to me like this? You know, she doesn't say that, but the tone, her body language, 
the look on her face, that pretty much says all of it. You know what I mean? But the ladies go parasailing and unfortunately, Heather gets paired with Vicky and Vicky is screaming the entire time. So Heather's trying to console her by reminding her of Koto insurance and post-its and all the important things that go into running the day-to-day business to try to keep Vicky calm. That did not work. Um, Vicky also lets us know that she's had two happy endings, one in Laguna Beach a long time ago, um, and that she loves herself an orgasm. So shout out to Vicky. I did not know that, well, maybe I should pose this as a, a, a question. Do women, do women partake in things? Is this something that maybe is not discussed? This brings me back to an episode of Sex in the City when Samantha went to go get a massage and another woman at the massage place said that the specific guy that massaged Samantha gave her an orgasm. And so Samantha rebooked in order to try to see if she could get that same treatment. And that's what this is reminding me of, the Vicky story about the the masseuse and the happy ending. But I think it's hysterical because Vicky's such a freak and it's so funny how open she is about that, but then she's prudy about other things. So it's just, it. I thought it was a fantastic way to bring Vicky back in, in slow doses. Bring her on the vacation. Let's have her kind of be in the group. I, I'm feeling it, guys. I don't know. I think I might be ready for a Vicky return. I don't know. Are you guys, do you think we could stomach having Vicky back full time? I think we might be ready. I think she's had enough of a timeout. I do. I think it's humbled her a lot more than anything ever has. Because she's, I mean, she seems happier too. She's in a new relationship. So I think it could be a good time to bring her back on the show and ruin all of that happiness. <laughs> um, I'm just joking uh, a little bit. No, but um, so where are we? Okay, so the, so then the other group of ladies are now, they are at the shaman. So it's Jen, Tamara, Shannon, Vicky. And they're trying to get center. They are trying to be better humans. They they want this to work for them. And by the end of it, you know, Tamara realizes, you know, like, I don't want to do this with my friend Jen anymore. I want to have a deeper, stronger connection and friendship with her. And so that's what I'm going to try to do. And that is what I meant earlier about at least she's accountable in the sense she understands that she doesn't have the right method of delivery all the time, but she has the right heart in it or she has the right intention i feel um so from there then the ladies uh i think it's the is it the next day or is it the day after i can't tell if it's all the same day with some of these episodes because they like let it linger for multiple episodes but i believe it's the next day where they go on the shopping uh trip and then they have that late lunch that goes disastrous but when they're on the shopping trip it's not all the ladies together because i believe Oh, I know what it was. I think that they were, it was the same day. Sorry, guys, my timeline is thrown off because of the whole bus ride. I couldn't remember if the bus ride was to the activities or to the shopping and then the shaman. So maybe it was a different scene earlier with the parasailing, but I feel like that was all the same day. Anyways, you guys can correct me if you watched it. It's still all in the same episode, so I apologize if it's out of sync or out of order. But... When they go on the shopping trip, they're still split up. So it's just Heather, Taylor, Gina, and Emily. And obviously, Heather is not in the mood to be with any of these ladies because just right before that, when she's getting off 
the sprinter bus van thing, they let us hear her talking to producers, telling them, I hate these women. I hate them. And she's like, had it. She's done, you know? So she's staying to herself. I feel like they're editing it more to make her look more isolated than she probably really was in the situation. But nonetheless, she's clearly like not feeling any of it. She wants to go home. She's sick of the girls. She's sick of being picked on. Well, Taylor is the only person, I guess, that is willing to have a conversation with Heather. So she goes over and Heather is not really feeling Taylor like that. She's not close to her. But you know what? What the hell? Let me just let me confide in Taylor because there's no one else. So she confides in Taylor. And I think Taylor is trying to figure out who everyone is still because I think she's trying to piece together what's the dynamic really with Heather Dubrow and these other women? Because, you know, she's new to the group essentially. So she doesn't know all the ins and outs like some of them do. So I can imagine she wants to build a separate relationship. She's tried to build a separate relationship with Heather, but it just doesn't seem to be going in that direction. And maybe that's because she's kind of closer to Tamara and because of the situation with Tamara and everything else in between, it's just not someone that Heather would want to associate with. Um, I'm not sure, but, you know, after that, they end up going to what looks like a big treehouse kind of restaurant that you go up on this like branch type setting on these like steps. And there's like this big net that is like a fish net that is the walkway essentially to your table, but it's just a net, right? And you can, you can walk across it, but I could see why if you're afraid of heights and you can see how far down you could possibly fall, why you wouldn't want to walk across that, but you could actually walk around. You didn't have to walk across the net. Nonetheless, Shannon and the rest of the ladies, Jen, everyone, they get there from their shaman experience. And Shannon is having the hardest time getting across the net to the table. She's afraid someone's going to push her. She's screaming at people. Then she starts to crawl on the floor and people have to remind her that she is allowed to use the floor to walk on. So. Then they all get on that table. They realize it's way too hot to sit there. So then they move to a real table where they can sit in chairs and be on the floor. And Tamara brings up the fact that Heather called all the ladies losers. And Heather's like, no, that's not what I said. I called Noella and Jen losers, not these ladies. Let's be correct. And Tamara says, no, you called them losers because at BravoCon, I walked up to you and saw you sitting with them. And I was like, oh, what are you doing sitting here with all these losers? And so it seems that there's a bit of a, he said, or she said, she said in terms of a couple things now, because Tamara's saying that Heather, in fact, called all these ladies losers. She also said that it, you know, it's Heather who was the one talking about Shannon. And now Emily is saying that Heather told her at BravoCon that Shannon was talking shit about her, but she's not going to tell her what she said. So that's got Shannon all riled up. Because now you've not only talked about John, John Jameson. Now you're bringing up something that didn't happen at BravoCon, which the funny part of all this is in Heather's interview, she's like, I never said Shannon said that. I said Tamara said that. So then we get a flashback to Emily. And she's like, oh, well, should I write Heather a note and apologize? I mixed it up. But yeah, so now it's that 
Heather saying Tamara's the one that was talking shit about Shannon at BravoCon. And she says that she has the receipts to prove it, which is very interesting. And I'd love to see them. Wonder if they'll show us. I wonder if they'll show it to us on the season or if they'll wait until the reunion to show it. Nonetheless, the fight continues to get more and more intense. And quite frankly, now Gina is pissed off because of the loser comment that Heather allegedly made about them. And now she's like, wait, are you my friend or not? Like, why wouldn't you text me that someone called me a loser? Like, that's just a shit friend thing to do, Heather. And like, then I realized Gina doesn't have a way, like she doesn't have a path. It's like, oh, everyone's mad at Heather. Well, I'm mad at Heather too. Oh, everyone's mad at Shannon. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm mad at Shannon now. I'm mad at Shannon. Oh, oh. People are, are pissed off at Tamara. Oh, let me go run and tell Heather to watch out for Tamara. But it's which one, Gina? I'm confused. Confused. Um, and Heather's had enough. Taylor Armstrong, enough, okay? But you know who had enough before that? Vicky Gundelson. Vicky Gundelson had had enough of the ladies attacking Heather. So she got up and excused herself and was very emotional about it because she doesn't feel like this is what proper women should be behaving like. So she decides she's going to sit at the bar and she's going to sip on tequila shots and cry about it and hope that it ends sometime soon which it does abruptly because Heather gets up and basically says, I'm quitting the show. I'm done. I'm not doing this. Uh, and Shannon comes running. So you're not going to come back to the table, Heather? Because I didn't get to lay into you about my stuff yet. What you said about John? Heather's like, no, not going back to the table. I'm done. We're done. Uh, then the ladies are split up it seems and the Trace Amigas are out for a night on the town and they have their little Trace Amigas moment to close the episode which I thought was nice um, because I, I just love them together as friends I think they are three peas in a pod I know that's not a real saying but I'm using it for this uh, one example but yeah I really do like their friendship I do I think there's a genuine friendship which which is why I'm a little confused as to why Shannon wouldn't lean into her friends more. I'm not saying she's not, but clearly she didn't even tell Tamara what happened to her. So that's just, that throws me off. How close are you? Um, if you can't tell your really good friend that you had a DUI, I mean, that's just strange. But nonetheless, the episode was fantastical. I thought the season tremendously better than what I could have ever anticipated. So I am looking forward to the reunion. Um, I'm looking forward to the season closing and we can start to move ahead and look for better things to come. I definitely like Jen. I think she should definitely stick around. I want to get to know her more. And, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Heather. If I'm going to go off of what is happening outside of the show, like her buying the Beverly Hills house, she already has the condo in LA. It's, it looks like she's setting herself up to join Beverly Hills. That's what it looks like. So maybe she is done with these losers. 
allegedly. We'll see. She said this in the past and then she's come back. So you never know. It's never greener on the other side. And remember something, Heather, sometimes it's easier when you're the big fish in the pond. But if you jump over to the Beverly Hillside pond, you're going to be the same size as every other fish. So nothing about you is going to be unique the way it is on the OC franchise. So I think that in and of itself will shift the dynamic for her, which could be a good thing. Maybe we'll get to know other things about Heather that aren't just these like superficial things that we need to kind of attach to the franchise because we don't have a full cast of women on Heather Dubrow's financial level or whatever it is. So, but that's all I've got for my recap on OC. I hope if you guys watched, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I think it's been a really good season. And before I let you guys go, I will give you some quick reminders that if you are not following me on TikTok, shame, shame. I go there first with all my recaps, all my news updates on all your Bravo Liberty favorites. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram because you can also get all those same things. Plus, I share more of my personal life on there. It's a little bit more fun and funny. Um, and then on YouTube, if you're not subscribed, you still have the time to get subscribed. You can still hit the subscribe button. Just make sure that when you do hit that notification bell so that you know, whenever it is that I upload, um, if you're watching on Spotify or YouTube, hello, if you're listening, thank you so much. If you would feel so obliged to leave me a nice five-star review, that would help my podcast tremendously. And I would greatly appreciate that. Um, what else, guys? Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. We've made it through another week together. Thank you guys so much. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye.